Welcome to the Post Questionnaire. 35 questions giving us insight into what makes creative people tick. And uh, we are, we're so excited to be on Zoom here with two all-star superstars, Pietra Parker and Miss Cookie Dough. So first of all, thank you, Pietra Parker and Miss Cookie Dough, to join us today. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you oh very much. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Thank you. Thank you for having us here during Pride Month. I'm so excited. I can't wait to answer all of your questions and more. So, and add more. Okay, that's really great. Yes, and happy Pride. We're so yes. you're the perfect, just ideal dream guests for us for Pride. So let's get going. Yeah, with very, very glamorous subjects today. And we also want to say that Pietra Parker is, of course, reigning queen of Drag Wars, which is hosted by Shaquita. So thank you for royalty in the house. We are happy about that. So that is an honor. <laughs> yeah, it's work. Yes. <laughs> yes. Totally fantastic. Yes. And um, <laughs> we'll start right here. And Caroline, who's written about Marie Antoinette and other great queens in history, who is an expert on fashion and on other queens. So is really the perfect interview partner. Uh, so we have to start thinking of when you're going to start writing about me. That, you know, <laughs> I give you all the material. As soon as the Zoom You have a lot of material. I will. Yeah, you know, when I, did, when I wrote this book on Marie Antoinette many years ago, it was called Queen of Fashion. And there were these wonderful, amazing drag queens who were Marie Antoinette impersonators who used to show up at all my book tour events. And they were so phenomenal and they looked so much better than any of the slides of like fusty old portraits I had of actual Marie Antoinette. So <laughs> I feel like you can only be an improvement on my past, uh, my past areas of study. So again, this is just a thrill. And Willie, did you want to start today or shall I? Who? Oh, Caroline, you'll, you'll do the honor and you'll, in, you'll invite our royalty to answer our first question. And, okay. um, and afterwards, we'll also, we just want to point out one thing. You both have um, great Instagram uh, at Pietra Parker or and Miss Cookie, at Miss Cookie Dough. We also have Instagram, Questionnaire. Of course, people can find you there and follow us, but you're unavoidable. You're ubiquitous and you're fabulous. So in some ways, we're just Thank happy you. to give you another space to, um, to, to really shine. So Carrie, you can start. Okay, Queens. Uh, we'll start with a good one. What is your idea of perfect happiness? Hmm. Who goes first? You go first. <laughs> I go first? You yeah. go first. Okay, so I think, I think the fact that you can be who you really are without worrying about what what other people are saying about you or being surrounded by the people that you love being able to do just whatever you want to do i think this is like a perfect happiness for me because i'm able to control my life in the direction that i want to follow so that makes me happy so i think and, and being surrounded by the people that you like and love you. And so, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think kind of the same thing. I think my idea of happiness is like a place where everybody loves each other. There's not a lot of hate like we have today. Yeah. And you can be who you are, be free to do whatever you want to do, to express your art and be happy about it. It's celebrated. It can be celebrated. That's what I think. Beautiful, thank you. Uh, Pietra Parker, what is your greatest fear? Okay, so I'm not scared of dying, but I'm scared of how am I gonna die? Mm. You know, like I don't wanna have like a horrible gross dying like an accident, <laughs> like that my body parts are gonna be all over the place. <laughs> I, I'd rather die just like, very beautifully sleeping, sleeping you know, like not a, of a serious disease, nothing like that. So I think my great, my, my biggest fear is the way I'm going to die, not the, the fact that I'm going to die. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be scared of dying. I, I used to be like, oh, I don't want to die. What's going to happen if I die? But not anymore. I, I, I passed through this stage already. Now I just, I'm just worried about how I'm going to die. <laughs> I think I am on this stage right now because I am afraid of dying, actually. Because <laughs> I think that I have so much to do and so much that I want to do, that I want to learn so many things that I, 
I'm afraid that at some point tomorrow or in five days, everything's going to be over. So that's my biggest fear right now to die. Like that I can die any day, any time. But yeah. I'm on a process to stop thinking about it. Yeah. So Cookie dough, I'm knocking on wood, spitting across my shoulder, saying toy, toy, toy. I'm a very superstitious person. So none of this will happen. And we'll yeah. be a long time. <laughs> Thank you. But you know, um, Marcel Proust, the writer who made this, this set of questions famous, he has this great part in one of his books where he realizes at the end of his long book that he wants to become an artist. And he says that the only thing that he's afraid of then is that he will die because he is both the raw material and the architect. So both of those things need to keep yeah. going in order for his art to be created so yeah having that much you want to do that it, it all goes away with you if you don't yeah, exactly. give to so that makes sense i'm also very superstitious and i'm knocking on wood silently so i don't disrupt our zoom uh miss <laughs> cookie dough i'll ask you this one first what is the trait you most deplore in yourself i don't know i think it would be my laziness Oh my God, yeah, because I'm always lazy to do everything I has to force myself to do. <laughs> to practice my makeup, because it takes a lot of time. To try new things, like new colors on my makeup, to try new things to study and everything. So I'm always like fighting myself to not leave it for the next day. <laughs> yeah. It's something yeah. that I do a lot. And Pietro Parker? Well, I'm definitely very impulsive. So sometimes I don't think before I act. So if a situation just happens, it just hits me. And instead of just thinking of what I'm gonna do to solve this problem, I just go and create a storm. So I don't like this part of me, but you know, I, I'm always working to be a better person, <laughs> but... <laughs> It's difficult. I'm very dramatic. I create a drama. It, things hit me 10 times more than they should hit me for some reason. So I think that's the thing that I least like about my personality. I'm very impulsive. Okay. Uh, what is the trait, and now we'll stay with you, Pietro, for a sec. Uh, what is the trait you most deplore in others? I... I don't like fake people. Mm. I think also people that disrespect what you do because I think we all are entitled to our own opinion. We, we, we have the right to like something or dislike something, but you also have to be careful when your honesty becomes a little bit of an aggression or an unnecessary aggression like if, if you don't have anything positive to say to someone, just don't say anything because you sometimes don't know what the other person are dealing with in their lives. So yeah, I don't like fake people and I don't like people that doesn't know how to respect other people. Yeah. Yeah, uh, same, yeah, same thing with me. I don't like fake people. And I don't like people that doesn't think before they say something. Exactly as Pietro say, sometimes they are aggressive. They try to, they try to not to compliment you, but it's not something that is really complimentary in what you're doing. It's kind of aggressive, and I don't like that. Especially when you're doing like something that you really love. For example, our our art. We we see. I see my art as like a daughter. You know, Pietro Park is like a daughter to me. Exactly. So I take very good care of her. I think. Everything oh. about her, I, I try to, you know, I, she's my daughter. So if someone just comes to me with not a, like a constructive criticism, but just to be hateful, that hits me. And then you're going to see my, my most <laughs> deplorable trait of my personality, because then I'm going to create a drama. I'm like, girl, no. Then you're going to see the storm. The so, yeah. storm. When, yeah. Yeah, the, the Pietro Parker storm hits you right there. Miss <laughs> uh, Coquito, which living person do you most admire? Um, I think I would say my father. Because hmm. after everything he'd gone through, where we live, uh, where, we, where I used to live in Brazil, on Rio, and he raised us, me and my two sisters, 
with no problem. We have education, food on the table every day. So I think he's the person that I most admire in this whole world. Yeah. Nice. Pietra, which is the living person you most admire? Okay, so if we are talking about family, or someone that is close to us. I, I definitely have to say my mom too, because she has a very beautiful story. You know, she was very, very poor when she was a kid and teenager. And then she went to Rio. I'm from Rio in Brazil. And she was from some other part of the country. And then she went to Rio and then she started working and she built a career. And she raised me and my sister very well. Of course, I have my father too, but my mom is the closest to me. So I think I really admire her for all the things that she's been through and all the teachings that she had to give to me and my sister. She's a strong woman. I admire her. Um, Pietra, what is your greatest extravagance? My great, my greatest extravagance, um, you know, sometimes I spend a lot of money with my drag that I don't really need to spend. <laughs> like I'm, I cannot see a yeah. wig, I, can, I cannot see a beautiful pair of shoes. So sometimes I cannot control myself. I'm always buying new makeup, new wigs, new shoes. My house is full of these things. And of course I always use them, but I don't really, I don't really need to have them all of them at the same time. So I think I go crazy sometimes with this products, <laughs> beauty products. Not that I need that much because I'm a natural, but you know, I just buy them. <laughs> so humble. <laughs> but we agree. I'm humble. <laughs> yeah. With me, the same thing. I think my drag is my most extravagance. I almost, I'm always spending money on wigs clothing and stuff makeup but we want to try new things and always be like updating our makeup always be like on trend and everything so we are always spending money on our drag so that's why that's my great extravagance yeah do you know any drag queens who don't spend a lot of money on makeup and wigs and clothes it seems like an expensive activity yeah yeah it is yeah, it is so expensive yeah, yeah. it's very expensive of course uh, you can, like, for example, when you start doing drag, you can always find, you know, cheap resources, like good things with, that you can buy with the money that you have. You don't really have to spend a lot of money. But I believe when you start seeing this as your career, you start looking for the best makeup, the best wig, mm -hmm. the best shoes, and these things cost money. So eventually becomes expensive. It is expensive. Uh, Miss Cookie Dough, what is your current state of mind? During this quarantine, I think my state of mind will be a loss. I'm so lost about everything that I want to do and what I have to do. Uh, and I have to organize my time to do everything that I want to do and everything that I have to do. Mm -hmm. so, I'm current, so I'm currently really lost, but I'm putting myself together. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we wouldn't guess All that. <laughs> that's why we ask these questions. Yeah. <laughs> to find out the real you. Uh, Pietro Parker, what is your current state of mind? Well, at this mom moment, I think I'm very hopeful because I think we are at a stage that things are starting to get better a little bit at least. And from what I see where I live, you know, I see things starting to come back to normal, you know, as much as possible. But I'm also, like I said, I'm moving. I, I'm, I'm moving to California eventually after all this pandemic situation finishes. And so... I'm starting to making plans. I'm dreaming, you know, I'm, I'm talking to people. I have now a reason to be more hopeful because I'm going to start a new life there. So yeah, I think I'm more hopeful than anything at this moment. Uh, Pietra, on what occasion do you lie? Like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like, 
if I don't, like I said, if I don't want to hurt someone's feelings and someone asks me for my honest opinion, but I don't, I'm not too close to that person. For example, there was a girl one day, I didn't know her, we were not close, but we're not close, but she asked me, oh, do you like this dress that I bought? Look, I'm so excited. And she was very excited, but the dress was horrible. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry I lied to you. I said that it was beautiful. But I just didn't want to hurt her feelings because she was so happy. And I think sometimes when you get something for you and you're very excited about it, you don't really need people's opinion. Even though it's horrible, it looks horrible for other people, but you're happy with it. So I don't think it's my place to tell you that it's beautiful, I like it. But if it's a close friend, I would completely be honest and tell the truth. But yeah, usually these minor things like um, little lies doesn't hurt anybody. <laughs> Miss Cookie Dale, on what occasion do you lie? I think I only lie if I if I don't want to hurt somebody, just like Pietro said. If I don't want to hurt somebody, then I would lie to try to make them happy, to compliment them, to help them to not be a negative person to them. Mm-hmm. To try to like push them through. But I think I wouldn't like lie completely, like Pietra did. <laughs> I, think I would give like a com- uh, an advice, like maybe you should change the color, maybe you should change the type of dress or everything. I would try to improve my my lie to not be a completely lie to try to help a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do questions. that. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, I said I'm gonna start doing that now. <laughs> trying yeah. to be like, oh, what? What about another color or another model? I don't know. Yeah, if they've <laughs> saved the receipt, I guess, right? Because um, otherwise, it's too late. Um, these next two questions are are very gendered because the questionnaire is from the, the late 19th century. Uh, Miss Cookie Dough, what is the quality you most like in a man? Mm, that's. In a man, I think it would be the the honesty. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing to me in a in a man would be would be his honesty. If he's honest with me, like a hundred percent, he can tell me everything, even if it's right or wrong. Like I don't care. As long as he's honest with me, I will trust him like forever. Yeah. Yeah. Pietro Parker. Quality you most like in a man. Well for I think I like two things. First is how he makes me laugh and smile because I I like people that makes me happy. And also confidence. I I think not only a man, but everybody that is confident, they really know what they want in life. So they're not gonna be, you know, giving you like BS excuses for anything. So if he's confident with with what he wants, he's going to be with you no matter what people can tell him or anything. So I think this show, confidence and sense of humor, maybe. This, this Obviously, these questions are from 100 years ago. So what is the quality you most like in a woman, Ms. Coquito? Mm, I think it would be... For me, the same. I think confidence. Confidence is for a man. And- Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. I'm so sorry, exactly. Miss. You are cookie. <laughs> you can go. You can go, girl. Go, go, go. No, you know why? Because my connection is bad, so sometimes I don't really hear everything. But okay, so I think confidence. A, a confident woman, an empowered woman, woman is like everything. So I love empowered, confident women. I think it would be, for me, a charismatic and also a confident woman. Because mm-hmm. when you have charisma, you can, I think everybody would think you're lovely. There's something really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. All right. Miss um, Cookie Dough, what do you most dislike about your appearance? Hmm. I don't know. I have to think about it. I don't know. I think it would be my ears. I think my ears are too big. <laughs> uh, my yokes, my young ears. 
I was like hitting my ears for the whole for my whole team. Everybody was speaking me about it. And I think that's the the only thing that I most hate about my appearance. Okay. Uh Pietro Parker. But I want to say, Cookie, you have beautiful ears, and I actually had the same experience, and I still <laughs> hardly handle the fact that like if my hair doesn't cover my ears, but I <laughs> you're so much more confident. I was like, wow, I wish I had the same story, but your your confidence right now. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that was actually only go no, for me. <laughs> for me, I think. I think uh, I would say I have some extra pounds that I would love to get rid of them, <laughs> you know, but like I can do that if I want to, but I'm lazy for going to the gym and change my diet. <laughs> so it's something that I can change, but I don't, but I hate having these extra pounds on me, but I'm fine with it. It's not something that, oh my God, I hate myself. No. If I had to change something, I would just, you know, throw away these extra pounds that I don't need them in my life. <laughs> okay. Uh, which living person do you most despise? Is it me or Petra? Uh, it's Pietro. Can you repeat? Which living, per which living person do you most despise? Like the person you most despise who's alive right now that i don't like them that i hate them that i feel disgusted <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i would i have to say there are two men they have they can hand and they put their hands together and go burning hell that would be the president of brazil and the president of the united states so i, I really I'm disgusted by them and by their followers. And I'm not afraid to say this because people who support what they preach, for me, they are like just the same. So yeah, I, I have to say them. Mm -hmm. yeah, for me, for me, it's the same thing, same answer. These are the two men that I like most despise right now. I can't stand each of one of them and even the followers. Yeah, yeah. Miss Cookie Dough, which words or phrases do you most overuse, do you think? Mm, I most overuse. Oh my God. I'm repeating myself so many things that I don't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I would say that I overuse. Because I have two state of minds that I want things on the time that I want, like right now, or I want I want to leave things to do like for tomorrow. So I would say like, let's do it something right now, or let's leave it for tomorrow. That's the two things that I mostly use on my daily basis. It's interesting that you you overuse both of those. So you're yeah. inclined to put things off or deal with things now. Yeah, I'm like eight or eight hundred, you know. Not yeah. even 80, it's like 800. It's the completely opposite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pietro Parker, phrases or words you most overuse? Can I cut here? Yeah. I think so. It's not, we're not network television. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I think the words that, the, the word that I've been using a lot since last year that I really brought into my life and started using for many situations is whatever. Uh, when I went to, uh, to, to see a show last year from another drag queen, she was telling this story about how this worked. And I was in a very difficult state of mind because I'm very perfectionist. So I, and like I said, things hit me the harder way. So people started saying things that hurt my feelings. And then she was telling the same situation that happened to her. And then she decided to just say, you know what, whatever. You can say whatever you want to say about me you can have your opinion i'm just gonna grab a glass of wine and say whatever bitch just say whatever you want to say i'll i'll be living my life so that's I, and 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 i totally believe that now so if you have something to say about me that is bad and it's gonna hurt me i'm just gonna look at you like you know what whatever i'm keeping doing me so deal with it 
Yeah. Great. The glass of wine helps too, I think. That's a nice that's a nice add-on, right? Yeah. <laughs> What, what or who, Miss Cookie Dough, is the greatest love of your life? Mm, the greatest love of my life. It has to be my husband. Yeah. He's the guy that supports me on everything I want to do. He was the one supporting me when I started doing drag, who was like going with me to drugstores and everything to buy like makeup, who searched for wigs with me and everything. Uh, who thinks about my videos for Instagram. So yeah, the, the, the person that I most love is my husband. Great. Pietra. Oh, that's so cute. Me too. I have to say the same thing, my husband, because he is like the person who gives more uh, support and, and you know I've been living I, I've been married to him for so many years now and then he's always by my side he's the first person who encourages me to do everything that I want to do he believes in me and he gives me the support that I need to be the person that I am so I have to say my husband nice um Pietra when and where were you happiest what what <laughs> when, when, and where, in what situation were you happiest? Ah, uh, okay. Well, so I had so many happy moments in my life. I can say that the first time I performed as a drag queen on the stage, I was very happy because that was a dream that I saw it happened in a very good way, and the feedback was amazing. So I was very happy. My wedding day was a very happy day, even though I cried a lot, but I was crying because I was very happy. <laughs> so yeah, I think these two situations I can tell you. Yeah. And Cookie? I think to me it would be uh, the day that I um, got my first day with my husband. You know, that we went to, to the beach and we talk a lot, I talk about my past experience, he talked about his life. And at some point, I was so tired of meeting other people and never like worked. And when I met him and like after our date, uh, we stopped on, at the subway and right behind us, there was a, like a sign and advertising or something. And right be, he was like a little bit away from me. And between us, there was like a little heart. And when we saw it, we were like crazy. And like, I think that moment when he laughed at me, back at me, when he saw it, I think it was my happiest moment. Then I realized I wanted to live with him and take my life with him. It's like a scene out of a movie. Exactly. I want to put this in a movie. It's so beautiful. Um, yeah. Pietra, which talent would you most like to have? Uh, I would love to sing, to know how to sing very well. Like, if, if I were a good singer, Jesus, I think I would be, like, disgusting. <laughs> I would be, like, uh, I would love to know how to sing, but unfortunately, I'm horrible. But when I'm, I'm taking my shower, I perform in the shower, and I believe, like, I'm Beyonce, so whatever. <laughs> You know, that's basically what Beyonce does, too. She performs in the shower and she thinks she's Beyonce. So it's really exactly. no... That, that's how she starts. Well, the difference is she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the difference, yeah. Me, she actually thing. is. So can, what can I do? <laughs> to me, it would be the same thing to sing. Because I love singing. My husband actually sings. So he tried to teach me and it didn't really work out but I'm still singing in the shower, singing when I'm cooking, I'm singing every time, even though it's not really good. <laughs> if you could change one thing about yourself, Miss Cookie Dough, what would it be? I think I would be more confident. Okay. Because I'm really insecure about everything all the time. I, I'm, I'm always like overthinking everything, overthinking about like other people's opinions. So I think I would 
be more confident about everything that I do and everything that I want to do. Pietra. Yeah, me too. I think I care too much about people's opinion, not as much as before. I'm really working on this issue with me, but also I would like to be a little less perfectionist because life is not perfect, right? We have flaws. So as artists, I think we always want to be and give our best in all the details, but sometimes it's not possible like we we are men dressed as, as women we don't have women features i mean i'm talking about my my own experience so i'm never gonna be that perfect so i have to deal with it and i have to live with it and i'll be appreciated just the same so it, this is something that i'm also working you know about changing this you know nothing is perfect and Let's be happy with the way things are. Pietro, mm -hmm. what do you consider your greatest achievement? Well, at this moment, I have to say, starting my drag career, because this is something that I always wanted to do, even when I was in Brazil. But I come from a very conservative family in Brazil. So things for me were very difficult there. Uh, I could never, you know, I remember when I came out to my parents and then one thing my father told me was like, okay, you want to be gay? I can do with that, but don't start wearing women's clothes. So <laughs> this oh, stayed in my mind forever. Yeah, this is, in, and I mean, among all other horrible things I've heard from my parents at this at that time, but so that hold me for so long and when I finally did it like I have my career now this makes me so happy that I can say that well it took time but I'm finally here and I'm happy now Miss mm -hmm. Coquito uh, what do you consider your greatest achievement I think my greatest achievement would be to move here to move in here to New York because in my background, in my the poor neighbor, uh, little neighborhood that I used to live in Rio, I used to like dream about coming to New York to live here and like to be doing what we're doing now, to be speaking English like like this. And I never, when I was young, I never thought it would be possible. It was just a dream. So I think like moving here was my greatest achievement. It was the thing that I'm most proud that I can say to anyone that I, I did it. It's one yeah. of my dreams that I realized. What did you all, I know Rio is, is a big city too, like New York, but did you all know each other back in Rio or no? No, we met here. No, we met here. Yeah. That's always the way I think. <laughs> I have, so, I'm from Virginia and some of my closest friends from Virginia I met, I had to meet in New York City. Um, <laughs> Uh, Miss Cookie Dough, if you were to die and come back as a person or a thing, what would it be or who? Hmm. I don't know. I think it would be, uh, I think I would come back like, a, I don't know, like a butterfly. <laughs> so I can fly free. <laughs> a but butterfly? Yeah. I think right now in my but mind. But you're going to die soon. But then I can be reborn again. That's right. <laughs> I come okay, back as like the butterfly another. effect. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I think I would like to be free, like mm -hmm. a butterfly, like to just fly whatever I want and do whatever I want, eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peter Parker. Okay. First, we have to acknowledge that. We live in a world that is Madonna's world. We just live in this planet, but the planet belongs to Madonna, right? That's a fact. So I would love to be Madonna. Let's be real. She owns this world. The universe is hers. So I would love to have that power. I would love to be Madonna because, girl... What a person. What a person. <laughs> my friend Madge, my neighbor. <laughs> Love her. You do know, Pietra, once when we get um, 
Madonna on the podcast, she will say, I would love to come back as Pietra Parker. She sure. will. For sure. I'm sure she will. And I'm she sure. better because, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, uh, Ms. Kogido, where would you most like to live? Mm. I think it would be San Francisco, I guess. I've never been there. But like, from where I study, the places, like I was... We were, me and my husband, we were planning to move out from New York. And I think that would be the place where I want to like start my family, you know, to get my house, to get my children and everything, to create like a really a family and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Pietra, where would you most like to live? Okay, so I, I've been living in New York for more than 10 years already. I come from Rio with a very hot place the weather is amazing like most of the year so coming to new york was a struggle at first because it's really cold during winter and fall we have like more than half of the year cold right and i can't stand there anymore so i'm now like i said moving to california and i'm so happy and full of dreams <laughs> going to the beach have a beautiful weather and that's where I want to be right now. But I also would like to live in Paris one day because I love Paris. I love the French and I love everything about that culture. So hopefully, who knows, in, in, in other 10 years or so, I'm going to move <laughs> into Paris. In Paris, spends probably practically half your, your waking life and most of your dreaming life in Paris and in France. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So yeah, Pietro, when you move there, we'll be neighbors again somehow, like we are in the village now. Um, what? But yes, I'm gonna look you up, even if, if even if Madonna's your best friend by then, I'm still gonna expect you to remember me from now. Um, what is your most of treasured? Of course. Thank you. Yes. Uh, what is your most treasured possession, Pietro? Well, I don't think I really have I, like something that. Yeah, I have a few trophies that I won during high school okay. when I were when I were was part of a poetry competition in school. Okay. So I gained many trophies, and I was very good poet that time. <laughs> so yeah, I think they are very important for me. It's more of a. It's not like the the thing itself, the trophy itself, but the you know the whole story behind them. So I think I would say that. Yeah, uh, Miss Cookie Dough, your most treasured possession? Hmm, I don't. I don't think I have something that valuable as a thing. I think the only thing that I have that is to me is, is my treasure. It would be my husband. Yeah, that is the thing that I'm. That it is the only thing to me that is everything to me at the same time. If I have him, I can do everything. What do you regard, uh, Cookie, as the lowest depth of misery? Wow, that's a very deep question, girl. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> um, oh my God, that's really deep. Yeah. Mm. Um. Can you repeat the question? Yeah, what do you regard as the lowest depth of misery? What do you think would just be the worst situation or thing or experience? I think the low state of misery will be like somebody that stopped believing in love. Yeah. Mm. I think that would be the lowest state because it's when you go to a dark place that it's hard to bring you back since you don't believe in love, you don't believe in people, you don't believe in caring. So I think that would be the lowest for me, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Pietra? Yeah, I think I agree with that. And also when you see yourself alone and with no one that can cheer you up or support you, someone that you can count on. I think this can lead to big problems, like 
you really stop when you stop believing in yourself then you stop believing in what people can offer you as a good thing i think when you have nowhere to go or nothing else to do nothing matters to you i think that's when you're like you're really in a big problem yeah yeah so what is your favorite occupation the job you would most like to do or the or the way to spend your time well since i cannot be a singer because <laughs> i don't know how to sing i'm very happy with what i'm doing now being a drag queen being able to express everything that i feel how i see the world through my art through my performances being on stage talking yeah. to people hugging people i love this so i think i'm really living the best moment of my life at this moment because i mean not exact this moment because we're not doing anything <laughs> but you know when i'm on stage performing that's when i'm i feel complete so i i'm very happy with what i do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ms. Kokido? um uh, the occupation yeah i think i would say the same thing as Pietro when i'm performing i think it's the that's the stage where i what i feel like complete as she said and yeah even though i never performed live but i something that i wanted to do so so much because my drag kind of started uh in the beginning of the quarantine so it's like a bedroom drag. she's a quarantine queen she's a quarantine <laughs> queen yes okay word <laughs> she's a bedroom queen <laughs> yeah so when i'm performing i think that's the the best thing ever okay what um miss cookie dough is your most marked characteristic the the aspect of you that you think other people notice in you the first or the most um i think it would be my charisma because hmm. even though sometimes i'm really insecure uh, i'm always like a happy person i always try to help everybody i always try to be nice to everybody so i think it would be my charisma that i think that's what people like remember me and like notice me at first. Yeah. Yeah, Pietra. <laughs> I was thinking of answering something else but then when <laughs> Koki said when people meet him for the first time that's where that's what they see and they notice about her. So I think in my case I smell very good girl. So I yeah. think <laughs> what people notice about me and is she, my perfume. She does. I like smelling good. I like putting a good perfume like when I go to the club everybody knows I'm there because I smell good, which is not very common because some queens out there Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, not naming names, but yeah. All I can say is I smell good. <laughs> Any do you want to give a shout out to any favorite fragrance brands or is that a special secret? Your signature scent. No, it's a secret. I don't want to reveal my secret. <laughs> Fair enough. But you Fair. know what's interesting? When I'm in Pietra, I like sweet perfumes, you know, very women perf- mm. kind of perfume. And when I'm not as Pietra, I hate the smell of sweet perfume. Oh, really? Okay. Which is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's I really like I I really love I really enjoy wearing the sweet perfume as possible. I mean, but it's not bad. Don't don't take this wrong <laughs> like when you smell me, I hope you guys have this chance someday you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you, you can smell her from miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't come through on Zoom. The charisma, yes, but the smell we, we haven't figured out that technology yet. Um What do you most value in your friends, Cookie Dough? Um what I most value in my friends. I think it would be their background. Because hmm. I love that most of my friends they have different stories, they came from different places and I get to see um I get to see like a little bit of everybody's story from the how can I say that? How can I explain that? the point of view yeah of, from them from their life from their background about whatever we are talking about 
I think that what is most valuable on my friends that they all have different backgrounds. I have like that I don't have like many friends that are from the same place, from the same culture. So I think that's the most valuable thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think. Uh, sorry, um, I think Cookie. Hold on one second. I think the yeah. connection cut out. So it's the background of your friends. Is that? Yeah, that's the back the backgrounds of my friends. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, because I just wanted to be sure we caught that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Pietro Parker, what do you most value in your friends? Well, I think I don't have, no, it's not that I don't think, I'm sure. I don't have a lot of friends because for me to call someone a friend, that takes time because, you know, before I used to call everybody a friend and then I got frustrated. So today, the group of friends that I have, they are not a lot, but they are very special to me because we share the same, not all the time, but we respect each other, we support each other. When we are wrong, we're there to tell that that person is wrong, but we, we are with them no matter what. So I think the most important thing that I value from my friends is the support that they provide me and vice versa. Yeah. Yetra, who are your favorite writers? Okay. Um, I don't really like to read very deep <laughs> things, philosophical stuff. Same thing, girl. I like mystery. I like uh, when I read a book, I like to read more about fiction, mystery. Mm -hmm. And so I love Stephen King because, yes. come on, he's like, <laughs> you cannot stop reading his books when you start. Right. And I have to say that I also like Dan Brown. Because yes. I like, he's crazy. <laughs> he's completely nuts. Sometimes when he's des describing a situation, he, you're like, no. But it's fun. <laughs> so I like it. Yeah. And also... And you put those books down. Yeah. And I also like pa Paulo Coelho. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. Of course. Of course. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Brazilian writer. He's more on the, this philosophical side that I said that I don't like very much. But in his case, he makes this uh, philosophical mind with fiction. So yeah. there's a story and there's some meaning behind that that you can always relate to it. So I like him too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Me would be Paulo Coelho from Brazil also. Yeah. Stephen King that I love. And I used to love Jackie Rowling from the Harry Potter series. Yeah. But then recently she came out with some transphobic statements that I just had to stop liking her. Yeah, yes. so, so it's very hard, I think, for the trans community to really put up with that because I think it comes across in a way that really sort of doesn't recognize this community at all. So I think it's very hard for people to now get their head around the love for Harry Potter Mm -hmm. yeah exactly it's, very it's hard. really hard yeah. but yeah no matter who wrote like so many beautiful stories on those books she can be that person right. i don't connect them but like yeah i just dislike her right now right who is your hero of fiction or film an invented character um, um to me it would be like wonder woman <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that I most love shining costumes a woman in power, that's my hero. Yes, nice. And Pietra? I love Storm. Yes. <laughs> oh, girl, she has all the power. She can make it rain. Rain on me, Lady Gaga. Rain on us. Rain on us. <laughs> I, I mean, she's amazing. Yeah, that is actually two nice heroines for Pride, I think, Storm and... Uh, Right? And a woman, right? And yes. she's like mysterious too, right? She's not like, she has like a certain power in her personality. Like you cannot mess with Storm. That's what I mean. Right. <laughs> which, uh, maybe we'll start with you, Pietra. Which historical figure do you most identify with? That's a very difficult question too. Oh yeah. God. Yeah, I have no. But I have an answer. Yes. Okay, you tell. <laughs> I think I have to say Cleopatra. <laughs> I was ready for that, yes. <laughs> Me and Cleo, I used to call her Cleo. I like yeah. to call her Cleo. 
They were really we are we have so many things in common and i think i've i've done some numbers inspired by cleopatra in the past because i think she's full of beauty she's known from for her beauty for you know her power of sed seducing someone you know the like a femme fatale figure and for my character for pietra park i'm talking as pietra i think this is a trace of my personality too. I like to seduce people. And I'm not <laughs> saying in a sexual way, I'm saying like in bringing people to my world, you know, and make them pay attention to what I'm doing. So, sorry, I have to say Cleopatra, I love her. Call me Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Cleo. She was the Madonna world i guess right she was we yeah, are in the was. same group of friends we are in the same group there <laughs> Pietra, Madonna, and cleopatra you no, can't thank you. sit with us i think okay. Carrie, caroline told me this that um when marcel proust answered this questionnaire he was 15 years old he was not a famous writer and cleopatra was his answer to this question see he knew he was going to be a star but he was 15, a teenager, and he said, this is, his, this is the historical figure, which I think for a boy in France in 1895 was a bit of a daring answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but he had, also, he had gotten to see the most famous actress alive at that time was called uh, Sarah Bernhardt, and she had appeared as Cleopatra in the theaters in Paris in the most unbelievable headgear and jewelry and makeup oh and dresses. God. She was so unbelievable. And I think a lot of that must have been for Proust, uh, who, as far as we know, uh, never tried drag, but, um, but I think that was what really captivated him. The, she was so ornately fat, you know, tricked out and blinged out and she just was stunningly beautiful. So yeah, I think I do see that in your same friend group. With Pretty Pietra. much what Pietra Parker is. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, in modern form. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I would say the same thing if Pietro said everything. I think it would be Cleopatra, but talking about my drag, that would be the one. Mm -hmm. And yeah. she said everything. Carrie, I don't know if it's my next question. I'll just take number 30. Who are your heroes in real life? Anybody who is alive who you admire? To me, would say, oh, no, go, 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 go. To me, okay. It would say my parents and my, yeah, I would say my parents. Mm -hmm. They are my heroes. They are the ones that I look up to. They were the ones that taught me everything. Everything that it, I think that I got from them that is good, that I, that, and in, that is this good that I bring to the world. Mm -hmm. I think I have to say right now, and I really feel this way, are the people who are really working on this front line in this pandemic situation that we're in now, like the nurses, the doctors, the people that are really fighting for our lives. For real, this is not easy. And they're there, I mean, they are heroes, you know? So I, I have to say them, because that's how I really feel at this moment. What? Miss Cookie Dough are your favorite names? Oh my God. Uh, I have like, I really like the name Rachel for a girl oh. for some reason. I think it's because of the series Glee that I watched and I was so obsessed about. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like my husband name, which is Claire Dilton which is such a different name. When I met him, he introduced himself as a, with a nickname, which is Tito. And when he told me his, his real name, I just laughed so hard and so loud. Bullying, <laughs> that's called bullying. <laughs> it's for love. It's for love. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's the, the best name for me for a boy. It's his name. Cool. Well, I like, more of like Latinos names because I think they're sexy. Besides my name, of course, Pietra is amazing, but I like, for example, Daniela, Carmen, um, Sofia, you know, I think these names are very beautiful. Priscilla. 
<laughs> For men, I don't care. Valentina. Valentina. For <laughs> men, you don't care. Um, Pietra, what is it that you most dislike? Uh, prejudice. Mm. Um, in all kinds of prejudice. I know we live in a society that we are taught from early stages that some things are better than other things, that certain behavior is more tolerable or is correct than the others. And this unfortunately makes a great impact on those who are suffering that prejudice. Like I experienced that myself. I, I believe most of gay people, trans, lesbian, you know, non-binary, whatever you call yourself, we, we, we lived with this with us from early beginning. So this is horrible. And, and, and this is something that I really cannot tolerate in someone. Of course, people don't know everything. Of course, it takes time for you to learn and put yourself out of this bubble that you're raised in, whatever. But if I see that someone is really ignorant to the point of discriminating someone from what the person is, that person has no chance with me at all. So prejudice, I think, is one of the things that I most dislike. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Coquito? I totally agree with Pietra on the prejudice, but I also uh, don't like people that have hate on their hearts. Like, they want to be ignorant. They don't try, like, to learn and try to understand people's problem. Just, just, they just see something that they, they're not used to or they don't, don't like, then they start hating it. Mm -hmm. So that's something I don't like. What, Miss Cookie Dough, is your greatest regret? Oh, God. Jeez. You want to go first, Pietra? <laughs> I can. Yeah, because <laughs> this can sound weird for the parents. Don't, don't let your kids listen to this podcast. <laughs> but I think I regret listening too much to what my parents told me to do. Uh, for example, when, when I was a teenager, I did acting. Right? I was an actor in Brazil for 10 years. And then when, I, when it was time for me to go to college, I really wanted to do acting. I, I really wanted to go to acting school. And my parents didn't like that idea. Before, they supported me with my acting career. But when it was time to go to college, they saw acting as something like, that's not serious. That's not going to take you anywhere. No. And unfortunately, I depended on them for this. So financially speaking. So I really had to, I, I did journalism, which is, I like it too. You know, during the time I was looking for something that I could communicate with people and journalism, you know, was fine. But I... I regret listening to that. I think I should have gone with whatever I wanted to do. And if my parents didn't like me, I could be a rebel. I could leave home. <laughs> I could, I don't know, you know, but I regret not following what I really wanted to do. And also the drag career. I could have started a long way before, but I didn't because of my family. I was worried too much about what they were going to say. So yeah, I regret that. Okay. Yeah, I think my greatest regret would be like waiting so long to come out to my parents. Because I think I started identifying as a gay male person as on my 12 years. And from that to my 16 years, over four years that I got into some depression, that I stopped talking to them because I was afraid of what they were about, they were thinking of me. And it was such a dark place at that moment that I think it's the only thing that I regret. I think I, I regret like waiting for these four years and waiting for it to get in the lowest point I think I could get until I was kind of forced to, to come out to them. Um, I think that's my greatest regret. I wish I'd done it sooner. Yeah, thank, thank you for these answers. And I think we hope that parents are listening to this podcast to think that, you know, to say that parents can listen and say, like, how can you yeah. create, a, create an atmosphere where your kids can talk and can actually talk about themselves much earlier when both of you are saying that would have been 
such an advantage and your parents came around and you said they're the greatest heroes for you. But in some ways, if people are listening, that it doesn't just, the burden isn't just on people in the LGBT community that we have to have the courage and confidence, but that actually parents can listen now and say, wow, I never thought about it actually, that I could actually be more attuned and give the space. So I think that is the hope that from your answers, because I love that you said your mother, your father, those are your heroes. And now you're saying it took them a while. So we're just hoping yeah. the conversation can be for them. So you're saying kids should listen, parents should listen to this. Exactly. No, that's totally true. I take back totally what I true. said before, but yeah, <laughs> parents... I, I just am enforcing it. I'm saying it's actually for the people who are the other, the gatekeepers of your child's future to say... And they I think listen. parents need to listen to their children. Yeah, that's right. Because in the future, the parents are going to have... You know, parents have a big role during the raising, the formation, blah, blah, blah. But in the future, when you're adulthood, adulthood your parents are not going to pay your bills, right? They're not going to be, like, taking care. I mean, I mean, in general. <laughs> but we have to follow what we, we want to do, our passion. And our parents, of course, have to support us. So, Yeah. These are very great examples. I hope you listen, parents. I hope you parents. Is my question the next one? How, uh, Miss Coquito, how would you like to die? Oh, I, I think I would like to die sleeping. Having like a real dream close to my husband, cuddling, I think, like really the top old. of a mountain. Really <laughs> old. <laughs> That, that's how I like to end the Feeling a breeze on yes. your face. Sleeping on my backyard. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, me too. Like I said, I'm scared of the way I'm going to die. So I don't want to die like in an accident, like planes. I hate flying. I always think I'm gonna, the plane's going to crash. Horrible, <laughs> but I feel like that. What can I do? But yeah, I hope I die like very old, like 100 plus. Sleeping, <laughs> but still able to do everything that I can, like move. These are things that I always, you know, think about. Like if I'm gonna always need to someone to help me to do basic stuff, I don't like that. So I hope I just die, you know, conscious, calm, sleeping, and go to heaven because I know I'm going there. <laughs> <laughs> Madonna will let, let you in. Exactly. She is. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah, she controls that too. Um, she controls everything. <laughs> uh, Pietra, what is your motto? Um, I think my motto would be, yes, I can. I can. We can. Right? right? Yeah. We just have to yeah. focus. We, we have to work hard, make it happen. Forget about other things. Focus. Uh, get something that you want to do and do it. And mm -hmm. if you fail, do it again or find something else. But we, we cannot, we can never stop believing. So, yeah. Great. Miss Cookie motto? My motto, I think it would be like, you can do everything you want if you put your heart and your mind to it. Anything. You can, it doesn't matter what you want to do, you can do anything. If you put, if you put your heart and your mind on, on it, you're going to get it. That's beautiful. Thank you both. So Thank we, you. before we say muito obrigado, which we want to oh. say first of all, and we both feel, uh, you know, Harry and I, like, we feel bad because I you know falo português, so we <laughs> Portuguese, but we know, I have a lot of goals and, you know, get that done to learn some Portuguese, but we want to thank you. And we want to ask you one additional question. Who would you like to hear answer these questions on our, on our podcast? What's a person you would love to tune in and listen to answer these questions? Any person? This whole, who, who should be a guest on our show? Um, I mean, they have to be as fabulous as you, so we want that level. I know, because that's difficult. I didn't even <laughs> think about exactly. it. It's going to be hard. Exactly. Let me think. Um, hmm. 
I think I would say Alexandra Ocasio Cortez. Oh, yes, AOC. We would love her on the show. Yes. Yeah. I think she would give very nice answers. She has a lot to share. So I think so. Oh, and she's fabulous too. She is. Yeah, she is. She's fabulous. Yes. Hello, New Yorker. And uh, so we would love to get her on the show. Yes. Uh, I was actually thinking about Cortez too, but I think it would be interesting to have uh, Dominic Jackson. She's a trend actress from Pose. Yes. I think she would be, uh, yeah, I think it would be really interesting to see her like answering these questions. Beautiful idea. So Dominic Jackson yeah. also a judge on Legendary and yes. AOC was a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race a couple exactly. episodes ago. So both of them are well familiar with this world. But Dominic Jackson from Pose would be a, an amazing guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Those are great ideas. We want to we want to thank you really, um, and I want to restage something. I think in the beginning, I was so flustered and excited to see you that I probably sped all this up. I want to repeat that while we are in quarantine doing this Pride, uh, people can find you on Instagram. So it's at Pietra Parker. Yes. P-I-E-T-R-A-P-A-R-K-E-R at Miss Cookie Dough, M-I-S-S-C-O-O-K-I-E-D-O-U-G-H. Then Caroline Weber 2020 is your Instagram. Who's Start Questionnaires, the other Instagram for this show. I'm Uli NYC. It's U-L-I-N-Y-C. I just want to reiterate the Instagram because while we're all in social isolation, you guys are fabulous online. So uh, we can Thank see you. your art there as well. And um, we just, we are so happy that you joined us for Pride, especially. I think especially at this moment when we're going through the social transformation, with Black Lives Matter, Black, Black Trans Lives Matter, that everybody is becoming aware that really this country can do so much better to mm-hmm. recognize and acknowledge everybody. And Caroline, also, I think that the, you fact you are an, uh, one of the major experts in the world on Queens. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now so much more, thanks to our two guests. I, I loved meeting both of you here in Zoom. I hope one day to be able to see you and smell you in person. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> will be my pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> We want to have a we want to have a party for all of our guests when whenever the kind of lockdown lifts. So you you all will be uh, the stars of the show as you always are. But in the meantime, oh. stay well and safe. And uh, adeus. How, how do you say? Adeus. <laughs> adeus. Yeah. Até logo is so, better. So happy Pride. I, I happy Pride. Thank you very much for having me. I really loved it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Happy Pride. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. 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 Bye.